You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hour, Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Conant and myself with you for another hour. Uh, John Miller will be here at 20, about 18 minutes from now, 20 after the hour. Uh, we will uh, talk football, also talk some basketball as the Hawks played their first um, exhibition game. I know John watched, he was tweeting like a uh, madman <laughs> about the game. And, th- and that's a Big Ten plus. plus. So if you have Big Ten Network and your DirecTV subscriber, that doesn't mean that you get Big Ten Plus, Correct. right? It is an additional fee, another 10 bucks a month. Do they actually have play-by-play guys at the yep. facility? They do. Yes. Uh, Kevin Lehman, in fact, did the exhibition did really? game. Yeah. Yeah. So they got play-by-play guys there, okay. color guy, and yeah. At least paying for. So, does, did Layman get paid by the number of people that bought the broadcast? I don't know. <laughs> he came on uh, me and Jimmy B's show and was pumping it up last week. And also, the Cayman Islands Classic falls under uh, an umbrella with Flow, where I guess they're merging together. Well, Flow is a network of streaming Sells services. Insurance? No, not not that Flow. Different Flow. That's gotcha. Different one that uh, you can get the Cayman Island Classic. So. If you don't have one of these streaming services, mm-hmm. the first time you will see Iowa in action will be in the ACC Big Ten Challenge at Virginia Tech. So that's the category that I fall into. You will be there, absolutely. Gotcha. Now, speaking of insurance companies, just real quick on a couple of commercials. Yeah. That just cracked me up. Every time I see the Triangle Solo. The Triangle. You, come on, you've seen the Triangle Solo. No. You, come on. It's, if you... you if you not watch TV this past month, or if you not watch any football, yes, that's yes. what I thought. But I flip. Some, You've I, never seen the Triangle I, Solo, and if I'm not flipping, I'm in my phone. I don't uh, get that. Maybe yeah. it's an age thing. Maybe because I, I think who came up with that idea? I think it's brilliant. And the whole Iowa State dilly dilly thing. Well, you didn't know that. I had no idea what was going right. on. Which is I, I, another commercial. Right. I, I thought it was an inside joke. No, I had seen that one, but I didn't know where it derived from. Now, I think where the Iowa State connection came in, I think it was all social media driven with yeah, Iowa State. I think you're right. that Because it was popping up there, and I was baffled. I'm like, what are they talking about? I don't want to sound like a moron and bring it up, but mm-hmm. here we are. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> Welcome to my world. Uh, and, and I'm completely lost. So I go on. Well, first I just Google Dilly Dilly. Nothing, Urban Dictionary. I'm like, go there. And the second entry is something we can't talk about here on the radio. We get trouble with the so, FCC. So I wonder if I wonder if Budweiser went to the trouble of going to an Urban Dictionary and putting "dilly dilly." And so, are you telling me that that's kind of uh, off color? Is that what you're saying? I mean, that, that's to put it mildly. It is really it's some hardcore stuff. Dilly 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 dilly. But so, you've seen the commercials I've, subsequently, yes, right? Yes. Right, right. Okay. But I, I saw I saw our buddy Murph tweeting about it and. That's when I first Googled it again because, all right, it goes from there. Then it starts to get in media. All right, we're going a step further. What does this mean? And I see that. Keith, yeah. do you know what you're tweeting about? Well, and the guy that actually holds up the bottle of Bud yes. at the end, they, I guess it was I've seen the, the folks at Budweiser yeah. who put a uh, Iowa State jersey yes. on him. So I, I can't believe you haven't seen the Triangle Solace. No, so I'm not even no. going to ask you about the, the subsequent one where the – it's uh, Casual Friday with the guys at uh, Buckingham Palace. I no. Mean, which is great in its own right. Um, but anyways, I just like, you know, when you, like, who comes up with this idea? 
You know who how writes these things? I think it's a a you got to be completely off your rocker. Sure, and I say that uh, with with a great deal of respect, uh, but but great piece. All right, let's uh, let's move on from commercials that you haven't seen. Right to what we will see tonight, and that is the uh, playoff ranking show for the very first time this season. I don't know. Well, where does the intrigue start? Is it three? Is there? Is it one? Uh, I, you've been saying Georgia. I, I think Georgia has a shot because the Alabama schedule is not very mm-hmm. difficult. And Georgia beat Notre Dame. And they have the Notre Dame win, a road win against Notre Dame. And they've got another one that moves. The Mississippi needle. State. Maybe. That's you know, the one I'm thinking Now, of. Mississippi State's also got blown out a couple of times. But mm-hmm. I think they're 6-2 and two now. Mm-hmm. Bulldogs. They are. Along, yep. yeah. They are probably NC State, Mississippi State. Iowa State, are those the three two-loss teams? There might be one more that I'm... Oh, USC. USC. USC's Michigan, one. I guess you could jump into that. I wouldn't be... No. Arizona is an intriguing one, well, too. Well, and, and here's the other, here's the thing with him. Uh, how do you keep Tate on the bench as long as they did? Well, he was dinged up during camp. Khalil Tate was dinged up. So that's the excuse? That's, that's the theory that was out there, is he okay. wasn't 100%. But regardless, even if he's run at seventy five percent, got to be better than what they were throwing out there, right? Well, he obviously is because look at look what look what that team has done since they put him in there. He's, they've saved the, the entire staff's job in all likelihood. Let's say it continues on; they finish eleven and two, win the Big Ten, a Pac twelve championship, and they keep doing this kind of thing. Do you have to treat them differently because he wasn't part of the team early mm-hmm. on? No. But what I do think it probably is going to t- tie up one of his weekends in December. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because he's got to be on that list right. for sure. I mean, watching Tate run, my God. Hey, Rich Rod was done there, Trent. Yes. He was done. He was out of Tucson. They mm-hmm. were going to run him out of Tucson. Him and Todd Graham. Yeah, was gonna both be... jobs in Arizona. It's what are they? The Confederate Cup? We is talked that... about that. Yeah. You know what? I've been there for that game a bunch, and I can't remember what the, what Something the, like yeah, that. What the trophy is. Um, that could be it. So let's get into our top five. Are you okay. going to leave Georgia at the top of yours? I am. I I just take more stock in what you've done. Mm-hmm. This is not a rake, and, and we're going to get to this in a moment. This is not a rating system of best rosters. This is no. best teams. And how do you prove right. you're be- the best team? You beat people. Alabama hasn't beat anybody. Florida Although, State. Although, and I agree with you, but I saw a piece by Stuart Mandel who kind of shot holes in that theory that he thinks the committee, and in particular when we talk about Oklahoma and Ohio State, yeah, he looks, he believes that the committee, yes, they'll see that that they'll see that Oklahoma win and and the the fact that it happened at the shoe, mm-hmm. but then they will fast forward to the here and now. And who's playing better right now, despite the fact that you might have that win? I, I really have a problem with that. When you're getting into the minutia of teams that don't have common opponents, don't mm-hmm. I, I understand that. I understand that. When line everybody of saw that one game, we, and that should be part of the criteria. We saw right? the football game. We, we saw them it. play. Yes, it wasn't last year. No, it was this season. That is what it is. I have a huge problem with that. I understand they want to have the four best teams. Are well, if you want to do that. They just go by the recruiting rankings. You know, just do that mm-hmm. and put Alabama in every year and put mm-hmm. whoever else is up there and bring in the best rosters. And that's who you have. You probably put Clemson up there. You look at their well, roster. You can top now for sure. You know, absolutely. And, and that's what you get into. I, I don't like that. You got to go with what actually happened too. That's got to be and we all a saw huge it, criteria. We all saw it. And it wasn't a lucky victory. Nope. They dominated the second half. They did. 
absolutely down. Now, in the Ohio shoot. State's better now than they were that they game. Are. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But we'll see. That could be one of the things we're bitching about mm-hmm. tomorrow, Trent. It really could. So you'll go Georgia 1, Alabama 2. Yes. I'll, I'll stick. I'll you know take Alabama. Yeah. yeah and you, I think you will be right. Um, but you know what I'm hearing? There was a lot of buzz, um, you know, supporting your Georgia take this past weekend. I heard a lot of people saying that, you know, that Notre Dame win resonates. The, the game was at Notre Dame. Um, so we'll, we'll see. All right. Now it gets interesting. I think. I think now it's now is where we're going to see the debate. You want to put Clemson. You want to put Ohio State. You want to put Oklahoma. You want to put Notre Dame. Um, Penn State was clearly in the conversation until mm-hmm. this past week, but they don't belong there anymore. Who am I missing? Did I say Oklahoma? Well, then if you I get into the undefeateds of Miami, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Miami. Neither yeah. one of those teams will be there. They will be in the top ten, but they will not be in the top four. Agree with you on uh, your part? Absolutely. Okay. Go two and three for you. I have Georgia, Bama, Notre Dame. We agree. Four, then. Maybe I think this is where the real intrigue starts. Mm-hmm. For me. And I have Clemson. I have Clemson. This is really boring. In the fourth spot. You're the same way? I'm the same way. I had Clemson there, too. And it goes into the loss. On the, the road. In, the injury to Kelly Bryant at the time. Mm-hmm. That plays a factor here. And I, think they, I think they escape, Trent. Yeah. If Brian plays the second half. Now, I'm, Syracuse I'm was you. really good that day. Dungy's the mm-hmm. quarterback there. You're going to hear his name on Sundays. I think he's that good of a player. I yes. really do. Um, but... Bryant was out. As I said, I think they win with him. Now, they didn't because he wasn't there. But Clemson, Clemson's best win would be what? Auburn. Yeah, and Auburn's a two-loss team as well, right? Beat Auburn. They beat a decent Georgia Tech team, a decent Wake team. And they beat Virginia Tech on the road. And that's a good win. That's and a that very was good win. Was that win or week, week one or week two? No, that was a little later on. Was that, it? Yeah, that was, let's see. they play early in the year? Week five. Week five. That was the that was the oh, ABC the Auburn, game. Must be the Auburn game. I was thinking. Yeah, of. that was early. That was week two. But right. yeah, they have a lot of good, solid wins in there. Mm-hmm. Two very good wins in my mind with the Auburn win, with the win against Virginia Tech. So that's why I got Clemson at four. So who is going to shout the loudest after the show ends tonight? What what fan base will be uh, generating the most social media tonight when it's all said and done? I think it'll be Wisconsin. Because they're unbeaten? They're unbeaten, and I wouldn't be surprised if they're not even in the top ten. We've seen the committee do things like this, a perfect now, example. Now, where was Iowa when it first came out? I want to say 11. Were they? Not, it was either 9 or 11. Either. But the show started prior to November when in 2015. Right. I want to say like the middle of October, right? Yes, that sounds right, yeah. It was, yeah, and then last year I think they cut back a little bit. So I could see the Hawks at that point. They would have been, what, safe for argument's sake, 6-0? Six 6-0. And and they just beat Wisconsin, yeah. but it was 10-6. Right, ugly. Know. Well, not an ugly game. I like those games. Um, <laughs> you get to see a lot of them in the Big Ten. Yeah, I know you do. You do. So where will Oklahoma be tonight in your mind? I have them fifth. I have them in the fifth spot. Ohio mm-hmm. State behind them. Mm-hmm. Penn State behind them. Miami, Wisconsin, Virginia Tech. That's mm-hmm. my top ten. That's how deep I went. So, so, uh, give it to me again. Give me five through ten. Oklahoma, okay. Ohio State, yeah. Penn State. Miami, Wisconsin, Virginia Tech. So you've got a couple of one-loss teams ahead of the two unbeatens, both of yep. whom I think are frauds. But look at um, if if we if we go back to 2015, half the state 
was making a case for you play who you, you could only play who's on your schedule. Yep. Right. And then they were right. So if you were going to take the Iowa side, Iowa deserves to be their um, take back in 2015. You have to remember that in 2017. Uh, and that's that's where Wisconsin falls right now. Look, Wisconsin's going to run the table. Yes. I, the, the, the Iowa game is probably going to be closer than I thought it was going to be because I like Wisconsin more in September than I do in November. Um but I think that they're the, uh, Michigan. Michigan's got a defense. Wisconsin will win, seventeen thirteen. Yeah, probably something like that. Yeah, and then they'll get to Indianapolis, and the game won't be as close as Michigan State Iowa. I think no. they're going to get to Indianapolis. I think they're going to get crushed. It's going to be a different team uh-huh. that they say there. Uh-huh. Iowa got a good matchup in that game. If they would have saw Ohio State, I don't think you see a three point game. No, I don't think you do either. It's when you're you're taking on a team like that with the speed and what they do mm-hmm. on the outside. It's different, and and that leads to Iowa this week. This is different. This is not Michigan coming in that wants to play phone booth football with you, and Harbaugh wants to see he can play tough guy football with Iowa. It didn't work. All right, let's let's do this with regard to Iowa State, because Iowa State will be a part of the show tonight. Yeah. So let, let's uh, forecast the two lost teams. I've got the AP 20, the top 25 in front of me. So here's the ones that will be in the Iowa State conversation. They're right now are 14. Auburn is 16. I saw Petway went to, underwent surgery this morning, and he's out for a significant amount of time. Mm-hmm. USC had a nice win after the uh, Notre Dame spanking. They're a two-loss team. They're 7-2. and two. Stanford, 6-2. and two. LSU is playing better. They're 6-2. and two. NC State just got hammered by Notre Dame, or they probably would have been ahead of uh, they would have been ahead of Iowa State mm-hmm. uh, had they been in that one loss. So that uh, kind of goes without saying. So out of all those two lost teams, is Iowa State the top-ranked two-loss team, and where will that place them, Trent Condon? I would say they will not be. Who I, do you think will be? I think be? Auburn will be. Auburn's losses are to who? Clemson and? And LSU. L- oh, LSU got them recently, away. right. Yes, and uh, awful, awfully. I still think Auburn will so be. So LSU's not ahead of Auburn. LSU there are two losses. Right. That lost to Troy. They lost to Troy. They that's that's to Troy. tough to overcome. Yep. So At home, they right. lost to Troy. Right. And when you look at the Iowa State resume, they lost to two average teams at home. Yeah. Iowa, good wins. Overtime. Great wins. Yeah. And Texas. But two home losses. So but those two wins, man. Are, the don't they don't they carry more water? The win on the win over Oklahoma, the win over TCU, than the loss in overtime to Iowa and the loss to Texas. I would put more weight behind the wins. Well, and it, it also depends on, you know, the way the committee looks at it. If they're just looking at we believe this is the ranking of the best teams right now, mm-hmm. your overall resume. I mean, and that's what we're going to find out tonight. And remember, just like the NCAA basketball t- committee, it is different every year. It's a new group yeah, of people. It's different every year. Different, different ideas, different things that seem to matter. We'll see if we see what actually so matters. So do they match their AP ranking? Are they 14, 15, 13, 16? <sighs> where, where, do you, where do you think that their name will be called tonight? Trent, <laughs> we're talking about Iowa State. State. Yes, we're talking about <laughs> Iowa State. In, in the playoff <clears throat> ranking show. This is unbelievable times we're living in. Good for them. I say they come in at 16. Okay. 16. I think they're going to be the the highest ranked two-loss team. I think the wins mean more than the losses. I hope you're right. 
We'll see. Uh, we'll talk to John Miller. He's coming up next. We'll do football and uh, hoops with John. Nate Toit is uh, going to join us. We'll uh, get back into the World Series with Nate. Of course, he pitched briefly uh, for the Florida Marlins and uh, is now taking on a new gig, and good for him. Glad he's doing it. The, the Des Moines Buccaneers needed a shot in the arm uh, in the worst way. They've got new ownership about time. Uh, the Des Moines Buccaneers, and it's really good hockey, folks. It's, it's an entertaining Friday or Saturday night out on the town. Go over to Buccaneers Arena, catch a game. It's uh, it's a fun place. I think you're going to be entertained. Drink a couple of beers. Don't go crazy. Um, or let's say have a driver um, and, and watch a little puck. It's, Uber's it's, it's cheap. Funny. Uber's great, isn't yeah. it? Uber. What, what is, whoever was, did Mr. Uber, what's the guy's name? Bill He's in hot water. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I think so. I think one of them's in hot water. Ah. Yeah. Um, Jim Uber? I don't think it's an Uber. But anyways, it's great. I mean, I absolutely love it. We'll take a time out. We'll come back with John Miller. Nate Toit's still to come. we got to get into game number six. Boy, that's the same pitchers as game number two. Can it come close? Probably not. We'll take a time out. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Conn and myself, Monday through Friday on 1700 KBGG. 1700 KBGG brings you Westwood One coverage of the NFL all season long through the Super Bowl. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Here's a list of reasons why AT&T prepaid is a great prepaid choice, according to Julius and Deb. When you switch to AT&T prepaid, you get a new ZTE Maven 3 smartphone for free. When you switch to AT&T prepaid, you get a new ZTE Maven 3 smartphone for free. I just said that. Well, it's worth repeating. AT&T prepaid has no annual contracts. And AT&T's reliable network. There's no hidden fees. No credit checks. No compromises. No strings attached. AT&T prepaid has plans for people who like great prices. Plans for people who like great deals. Flex. Flexibility. Reliability. Customers named Deb. Customers named Julius. Customers in Albuquerque. Customers in Springfield. Which one? All of them. The list is long. Really long. Thanks, Julius. Thanks, Deb. You're welcome, announcer guy. No matter your reason, switch to AT&T prepaid to get a new ZTE Maven 3 smartphone for free and all the advantages of AT&T's reliable network with no compromises. Limited time offer available at participating AT&T stores. Requires new line of service, $45 or $65 plan and auto pay. Reliable network claim for third-party sources. Fees, coverage, and other restrictions apply. Details at att.com slash prepaid. When you choose Ankeny Towing for your 24-hour towing and roadside assistance needs, you'll get the fast service you need from their courteous and reliable team. From towing for cars and motorcycles to accident recovery, jump starts, lockouts, fuel delivery, tire changes, and more, you'll get superior service from Ankeny Towing. Ankeny Towing is the preferred towing provider for most insurance companies. They're on call 24-7. Program 515-964-9816 into your phone now for Ankeny Towing. That's 515-964-9816. Ankeny Towing, your reliable Reliable Towing. Cumulus Media Des Moines encourages you to shop local, buy local this holiday season. Our local businesses are the lifeblood of our communities and a major driving force for the local economy, contributing to the tax base, which in turn supports our schools and helps to keep our infrastructure updated. Money spent locally supports all of us here and is very important to maintaining our way of life. 1700 KBGG encourages you to shop local this holiday season. Shop local is brought to you by these fine local businesses. The Funky Zebras Clive, Phone and Fix, and Hawkeye Tack and Western Wear. 
You can help plant the seeds of hope in the heartland. Imagine how an at-risk child's life can change when one small act of kindness leads to an entirely different path. Wildwood Hills Ranch is transforming the lives of at-risk children, one heart and one child at a time, through year-round character, leadership, and teamwork training. Frederick Douglass was right. It is better to build strong children than repair broken men. Help forge a path by sponsoring an at-risk child today. Learn more by visiting wildwoodhillsranch.org. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself, noon to two, Monday through Friday on 1700. Hawkeye huddle today, Trent Condon, right? The boys will be here, Creighton and Ridge, 5 o'clock. They will be getting ready for Buckeyes, Hawkeyes, and a little basketball conversation as well. Well, sounds kind of like our next guest, a little yeah. basketball, a little football. He's John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com. He joins us. Uh, good to talk to you again, John. It's becoming a regular spot for you at 120 on Tuesdays, and Trent and I appreciate it. How are you? I'm doing well, and thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, John, um, I guess the Brian Ferentz thing is a bigger deal than maybe uh, I thought when, when I first kind of heard the, saw the social media about the uh, the tirade. He's going to meet with uh, with Gary Barta today. Kirk Ferentz, I guess, in the teleconference uh, said that there's just no place for this here. Um, do you recall an incident that, um, that, that maybe might have ruffled some feathers when you're sitting in the press box at Kinnick amongst uh, – you know, once a, a coach that was unhappy with a call, can you recall anything like that, John? Not really, and I, and most most of the time, you know, the, the few years that I quote unquote worked a beat, and then the other visits have mostly been in the old press box and the new press box. I've been there. Yeah, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say that. I mean, I've been, I've been in the new press box a number of times, but there was a separation. Um, I, maybe it's not a good idea to have the media on the same level as coaches. Because regardless of what you think about profanity or vulgarity uh, in, in speech form, coaches do that. You're going to hear it. Uh, they do it all of the time. And if you go to a practice, you need earmuffs mm-hmm. because it's going to happen. Now, when it crosses a line and it's done so in a very sterile environment, which is what the press box is as far as the media for, it's very quiet, there's no cheering in the press box, that, that gets everyone's attention just because of sheer volume. You're like, what the heck's going on? And when someone is uttering profanities, it, it you know grabs the attention even more. So I think what's going on with this is what needs to go on with it. You know, you can't do that. You have to be aware of where you're at. 
and you have to control your emotions. And I, I would suspect that's probably what Kirk is frustrated more than mm-hmm. anything else. Know your, know where you are. Know what you can and can't say where you are. And Brian forgot where he was. John, is this a bigger story because it is Brian Ferentz as opposed to probably excellent question. Brian Johnson, the offensive coordinator? I, I don't think there's any doubt. And if Brian Johnson had done the same thing, it would have been reported about, reported on by the, mm-hmm. the media folks that were there and reported on. I have absolutely no doubt about that. But would it be carrying over to Tuesday? Probably not. Would it be, you know, would it be generating follow-up questions that Kirk's going to get here in about 30 minutes? Right. No, not likely, or not as many. But but still, I do think it would have gained attention just because of how rare something like that is. Yeah, uh, John, let's move on. Uh, we'll save basketball for a minute. I, um, I do want to get to it. I see that it sounds as though Connor McCaffrey is going to make a decision, or maybe the decision has already been made, but that, that's going to become public here. But basketball in, in just a second. Uh, football, John, my two biggest takeaways, and I'm not alone, um, you know the Josh Jackson thing. Clearly, he's got to have a decision to make. There's mock drafts out there uh, that now have him as a first rounder, and if that's the case, it's you know you're as good as gone. But the other thing, John, and maybe maybe even bigger that to me, point number one, my biggest takeaway was, you know, Nate Stanley. We're starting to see him, you know, make now complete these deep balls. Um, he's six foot five, two hundred and thirty five pounds. I don't want to compare him to another, you know, to a, a guy that wearing a Steeler uniform, but size-wise, he's there. I'd have liked to have seen Roethlisberger as a sophomore so I could compare him to what Stanley is as a sophomore, but we're starting to see the arm come together. We're starting to see the quarterback, how to play quarterback uh, in the Big Ten. It, he's starting to get it. I think if you're a Hawkeye fan, you're ecstatic that you have two more years of watching Nate Stanley develop. He's the best pro quarterback prospect they've had in the Ferentz era, in my opinion. And because he has all the tools, and you also mentioned he's 6'5", 235. That's a good place to start. He's got as big of an arm as you need. Mm-hmm. He can make every throw. He's working on making the touch throws. Um, we finally saw maybe a little more footwork out of him this week. He's not fleet of foot. I think Roethlisberger had the advantage of that, certainly over, over Stanley. And there was a time early in that game where Stanley should have just tucked the ball up and ran on a rollout to get a first down, and he didn't do it. I think that will come with age and recognition. But, yeah, I mean, that, that might have been his, maybe his second-best game. I mean, he should have had a 95-yard touchdown on the throw that he hit to Amir Smith-Marset, yep. 45 yards in stride on a bucket to hit his face mask. Mm-hmm. He had three, if not four, other drops from players that would have added another 50 yards. So he probably should have been like about a 25, a 34 day for 320 yards and two touchdowns and no interceptions. And we'd all be like, wow, what a game. Mm-hmm. Well, that's execution is the difference between being amazed and just being glad you hung on to win. You know, we, we have replay, right? I mean, how did that, how did that interception not get over? I to don't John? know. I mean, I saw somebody that took a picture of the TV on a freeze frame. I think it was and Mally, the right... I think his name is. Is that the yeah, name? I think it is. The guy from the Sea yeah. Rapids Gazette, right? Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Yeah. And the guy's knuckle was under right. the ball, and the ball was on the ground. How is that controlling the I football? Know. I don't know. Well, we're uh, talking about Nate Stanley and his chances at the next level. A guy that's going to have a, an opportunity and a, a decision to make sooner than that is Joshua Jackson playing at such a high level leads the countries and pass deflections and uh and saw pro football focus today had him in their first mock draft of the year at number 24 to the Atlanta Bye-bye. Falcons. Yeah, it, it it seems pretty cut and dry, right John? 
if he gets a first or second round grade, he's got to go, correct? I, I think yes, unless he wants to stay in school, that would be the only thing to keep mm-hmm. him here. And I think I think it's even more likely now than it might have been two years ago, and I'll tell you why. He saw what happened to Desmond King mm-hmm. when King didn't yeah, turn pro as a junior. He fell. Fairly or not, yep. he fell. And there was no way that King was going to live up to what he did as a junior, right. Desmond King. And I think Jackson's probably going to learn from that, and I think he'll be gone. I think so, too, and I think the coaching staff will also likely learn from that, maybe push him in that out the door. I, I agree, mm-hmm. and I think that's a great example, John, because King was a first-round pick and probably would have gone around that you know, 20 to 24 range that we're starting yep. to see Jackson's name. Excellent point. Uh, John, Ohio State this week, they're, they're a better football team than the one we saw uh, get beat by Oklahoma. The offensive line has come around. Barrett is playing extremely high level. Um, it's a 2.30 kick. Uh, you, your thoughts on Ohio State paying a visit uh, to Kinnick Stadium this week? You probably could just re-rack the things I said and felt last year before Michigan came in, and I think that that might actually happen this year. I mean, Michigan last year, yeah, they were ranked third in the country, and but but Ohio State has far more playmakers on offense than Michigan did last year, and that's a concern. I just I have big concerns with Iowa keeping pace with them. I think if Iowa is going to win this game, they're going to have to score at least 27, and that probably still won't be enough. And I have a hard time finding math that gets me to Iowa scoring 27 points without at least one special team score and one defensive score. I don't think it'll happen. So I think it could get ugly. I I like Iowa's chances more the following week Mm -hmm. than I do this week. Uh, I, I just have a bad feeling about this game. What is it about Ohio State? I mean, we're we're going on during this renaissance of Iowa football over the last 40 years now, and the Buckeyes have been just a completely different level than Michigan, than Penn State, than good Wisconsin teams. Is it simply style of play? They have better players. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. Most every year they've got better players. Um, and whether it's style of play, is it, it you know, Jim Trestle's uh, style of play is very reminiscent to what Iowa runs. Urban Meyer does something different. But I'm, you know, thinking of my lifetime. Uh, Iowa won there in '87. Hartley to Cook. Uh, they won there in '91 after the gang loose shootings on Iowa's campus when Iowa took the Tiger Hawk off the helmet. Mm. And I think 2006. 2004. Is the other time. 2004. Yeah. 04 when they won Tate to Solomon and Tate waving his arm like a windmill going down the field. <laughs> and uh, who can forget Sam Brownlee getting 10 yards on a third and nine early in that oh, game? No. So yeah, three times and since in the last 31 years. They're just they just have better players, period. Mm. And I think I think in my lifetime they've consistently had the best talent of any team in the Big Ten, including Bo Beckler's Michigan team. I don't think you're wrong there. John Miller's our guest, HawkeyeNation.com. John, uh, I know that you spent the money for Big uh, BTN Plus because you're tweeting like mad and keeping everybody up to date. Uh, <laughs> uh, and look, at, I'm not killing you. I appreciate it. I really do. Um, what did you think? It was exhibition. They played everybody, but you got your first look at the freshmen. Let's start there, John. Of the freshmen, uh, who caught your eye? All April and May, I was, you know, Team Jack Nungy. He's my guy. He's my guy in this class. You know, in the primetime league, he and Luca did fantastic. And then you get to Germany, and Luca was Luca just takes over. taking names. Yeah. And Jack didn't really show up in the stat sheet. I'm like, hmm, not mainly. But I never, I never gave up. And I, I think seeing what he did in, in the exhibition opener is, you know, supportive of the things. That, I mean, when you're 6 feet 11, and you can do, you can play the three comfortably, and you can also play the four, and you're a good passer. 
You know, you know who his his shot right now. If I'm obligated to compare a white guy to a white guy. That's how this works. Yeah. His shot reminded me of Brian Cardinal of oh, Purdue and yeah. his size. And I went back and watched some Brian Cardinal video this week. Now Luke has got a long way to go to be the annoying pain in the you know what that Cardinal was to everybody but Purdue fans. Yeah. But we also saw we also saw Nunji dive in the early in the second half on a ball that was going out of bounds. He probably wasn't going to get it, but he freaking flat out dove parallel to the ground kind of like cardinal so he just has that old school hoosier style of game to him and i love it and luca luca's luca's feet on the pivot uh and ryan creener's pivot but for that matter they have some really skilled big men with regards to footwork and good hands and yeah luca was going up against a very short team they all were but i i think those type of fundamental plays that you're comfortable with in the half-hook game, those are things that translate regardless of opponent. You might get some block. I'm just very excited about these two freshmen. So we feel like, uh, at least I feel like, I have a pretty good handle on most everybody on this roster, except for Macy Daly. What would you see from him, and is he going to be able to carve out a, a small niche, a guy that maybe at the very least could help out on the defensive end, or is he one of those guys that more than likely when the rotation's pared down, he'll be on the outside looking in? I think the latter. I think he'll be on the outside looking in. Um, by the way, I think they made the decision that Connor was going to not redshirt last week when Christian Williams transferred. Oh. Yeah, I think it'll just it's fait accompli. Mm-hmm. I think out of respect, you know, they're waiting to talk to Heller and just kind of dragging it along a little bit. But I, I think I think that was when they made the decision, um, at least privately. So I think that Connor's going to be in the rotation. You're really talking about a seven to eight, nine minute a game of Jordan Bohannon and maybe even Connor and Bohannon on the floor at the same time. Connor's a really good passer. I think he's going to really struggle defensively at this level. I think Iowa could play a lot more zone defense this year, not just because of Connor, but really because, you know, Jordan Bohannon is not the fleetest of foot laterally to guard those quick guards from other teams. And that helps when you have two rim protectors now at 6'11 uh, in Garza and Nunji. They didn't have that last year. So you can get away with playing some more zone this year. Connor keeps his head up all the way down the floor when he's dribbling, and he and he he sees those guys posting up. And Iowa has struggled feeding the post for the last ten to fifteen years. This is a year when you don't want to struggle, and I actually think they could be a better post feeding team this year, which loosens things up for the outside for for Bohannon. My gosh, Bohannon just looked like it's mm-hmm. so easy to him. It's just crazy. John, we got thirty seconds left uh, of uh, of all the guys on the roster that maybe you didn't think you'd be watching that impressed you. Maybe maybe that guy was crying in what you're talking about, his footwork earlier. Who impressed you more than that you, maybe you thought that they would prior to watching the exhibition game? Oh, 30 seconds. This is tough. I mean, I, I think I expected a little more from Kringer this year. Okay. But his, his, his confidence, his footwork, it's really, really good. And, you know, ever, what everyone was saying about Tyler Cook going to another level, boy, you can, it's just like the dude's like, give me the ball, I'm going to get to the yeah. hole, his coast-to-coast move. He's, uh, let's just get it started. If you can't tell, I can't wait for them to play basketball every couple nights a week. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Great stuff, John. We'll talk to you next week. Appreciate it as always, John Miller. Take care. Thanks, guys. Good to talk to you. John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com, a little football, a little basketball. You didn't watch it, really. You were working. I was working. I was calling a uh, yep. playoff game. And you and who were, where will you be? Are you going to be in Ankeny? I will be up in your neck of the woods. Are you going to come out and do color with me? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That's what I figured. <laughs>
<laughs> I'll be there. Hey, Kitty Centennial Lewis Central and a Iowa Iowa State quarterback. So you get to see the QB, Max Duggan, and he's a junior. He's a junior. Wow. Offers. Any idea where he's going? I heard. Is he leaving the state? I heard that Nebraska maybe was the life. You know, grew up a fan more of that. So the Riley thing might not come into play right. than if he's a fan. Uh, Iowa State's in the mix. I was still in the mix. Penn State was intriguing to him with McSorley. He's a kid that can mm-hmm. run and watching the way they use McSorley. And don't sleep on P.J. Fleck is what I'm hearing. Really? Yeah. Boy, that would be a kick in the end. <laughs> if he goes to Minnesota. Yeah, first four-star quarterback in the state since Kyle Orton. Yeah. And he goes to Minnesota. Right. <laughs> Uh, we'll take a timeout. Uh, Nate Toit will join us next. We'll get into the well, the, the announcement that the Buccaneers made, the Des Moines Buccaneers. Nate Toit is a part of that, as is former NHL and Des Moines Buccaneer Scott Clemenson. We'll also uh, get Nate's thought on the first five games of this World Series and perhaps what to look for tonight as we get the re- pitching rematch of game number two, Verlander Hill. Hill was not a happy camper when he got pulled after the fourth inning. Game six tonight. Does it come to an end? Nate toy coming up next it's the ken miller show trent Conant and myself noon to two monday through friday on 1700 kbgg you found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans 1700 kbgg are you in the mood for real classic homemade italian food well i have the spot for you it's villaggio Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. Here's a list of reasons why AT&T prepaid is a great prepaid choice, according to Julius and Deb. When you switch to AT&T prepaid, you get a new ZTE Maven 3 smartphone for free. When you switch to AT&T prepaid, you get a new ZTE Maven 3 smartphone for free. I just said that. Well, it's worth repeating. AT&T prepaid has no annual contracts. And AT&T's reliable network. There's no hidden fees. No credit checks. No compromises. No strings attached. AT&T prepaid has plans for people who like great prices. Plans for people who like great deals. Flexibility. Reliability. Customers named Deb. Customers named Julius. Customers in Albuquerque. Customers in Springfield. Which one? All of them. The list is long. Really long. Thanks, Julius. Thanks, Deb. You're welcome, announcer guy. No matter your reason, switch to AT&T prepaid to get a new ZTE Maven 3 smartphone for free and all the advantages of AT&T's reliable network with no compromises. Limited time offer available at participating AT&T stores. Requires new line of service, $45 or $65 plan and auto pay. Reliable network claim for third-party sources. Fees, coverage, and other restrictions apply. Details at att.com slash prepaid. For many businesses, hiring is tough, which makes it critical to choose the right place to post your jobs. You need qualified candidates fast and on budget, and you don't want to sign a long-term contract or pay upfront fees. That's why you need Indeed.com, the world's number one job site. Independent research shows Indeed delivers six times more hires than any other job site. You can post a job in minutes and even set up screener questions to help you zero in on qualified candidates. You can review applicants, take notes, and schedule interviews, all from an easy-to-use online dashboard. For a limited time, Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to make their first job listing a sponsored job with premium visibility so more candidates will see it. You want to make a great hire fast, and this exclusive offer gives you a head start. Find out why over 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. 
To redeem this offer, go to Indeed.com slash radio. That's Indeed.com slash radio. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Conant and myself taking you up until uh, 2 o'clock. Well, a big announcement, a local announcement this past weekend. Kind of came out of the clear blue, at least from where I sit. The Des Moines Buccaneers undergoing an ownership change. Big fan of their coach, Davey Allison. Uh, he is uh, still there. Scott Clemenson's part of the uh, new ownership group, a former Des Moines Buccaneer, uh, an NHL alum. Talked to Scott a number of times through uh, over the years on the radio show. And this guy always talked baseball with Nate Toit. I was surprised to see Nate Toit was part of this, but very glad that he is. Nate Trent Condon, Ken Miller. How are you, Nate Toit? Hey, guys. How you doing? Doing fine. So, uh, kind of, how did this all come about? I mean, these things don't happen quickly. Uh, how did you get involved uh, in this group? And I, I guess, kind of take us, if you can, uh, share a little timeline as to you know when the when you first heard about this opportunity. Yeah, this is. Uh, uh, you're absolutely right. I mean, this is something that um, you know seven eight months ago wasn't on my radar, but 
Um, you know, these things don't come together overnight either, but I was approached um, by uh, Michael Devlin and, and his, his group of people. Michael actually uh, lives in New York City. Um, and then, uh, but he's got, uh, one of the owners actually has a tie, uh, to Iowa, uh, other than, uh, Scotty Clemenson. And so, um, there was a group of guys that came in and, and, uh, they've, they've always been interested in looking at, um, you know, minor league sports, whether it was in Iowa or anywhere else in this country. And, uh, they were tipped off that, uh, you know, possibly that the Des Moines Bucks might be a target. Um, I think this is, this conversation initially went back probably about 18 months mm-hmm. uh, to two years or so ago. Um, they got wind that all of a sudden, you know, the old ownership might be really ready to take a look at selling this. And, and uh, so they poked around a little bit. They, uh, they picked my name up from uh, the law firm that they had hired to, okay. uh, you know, write all the papers. And so, uh, my phone rang and and uh, had a good conversation with them and they were actually coming into Des Moines uh, a few days after that and I sat down with them and um, I was very impressed with them um, as an ownership group and their vision of what they ultimately would like to do in this town uh, not just for the Des Moines Buccaneers but for uh, hockey in general <clears throat> and uh, you know they made an offer and and it was a good offer they came pretty strong and and I said you know what you know I'm, I'm i got sports in my blood yep. you know it's not baseball but you know operationally it's very similar well you know you guys did such creative things over at the iowa cubs and uh it was always entertaining sure there was baseball being played uh, um between the lines but there was always something going on at least it seemed like that what can you take from your experience with the iowa cubs and bring over to the buccaneers i am I'm, I'm assuming there'll be a number of crossovers you'll be able to do right absolutely absolutely i mean that's the goal and uh i mean ken you've been doing this a long time there was, there's nobody better and really i don't think any sport to learn from than what sam burnaby has, totally has done for yep. uh minor league baseball in general and the iowa cubs and and, uh, you know, he, he ran the Iowa Cubs almost more along the lines of a major league professional team than, than your gimmicky minor league teams that sometimes you see at the lower levels, mm-hmm. um, in which I think those are some qualities that I can bring to the table here. At the same time, you know, my playing experience and being at that, the lower minor league levels and, and going to those meetings and mm-hmm. seeing what it takes. And so I think there's a mix and match, some give and take uh, that we can do for the uh, Des Moines Bucks uh, fans. And there's a bunch of them. I mean, uh, you very you know, uh, as as well as I do, that there is a loyal fan base uh, in this town for Des Moines Buccaneers hockey, and that's the fan base, you know, that we're trying to uh, re-energize and and uh, you know, scratch get those get those folks that we lost the last five, six, seven years uh, to sit, to take a second look at us and say, hey, wait, well, wait a minute, you know, they they got the right pieces in place here. Let's uh, let's take a second look here and see if we can get back in there. And that's that's what our ultimate goal is. We got to kind of we got to kind of, you know, crawl and walk before we run, so to speak. Um, but the possibility and the potential to take this place uh, even further down the road than where it's ever been is, is uh, a really high ceiling. Well, the challenge, of course, uh, one of the many challenges, though, Nate, that you face is the Iowa Wild. And I know there's been talk in the past of, of different partnerships, different things that you can do, but... You know, with the hockey community not being huge here, but growing, growing yep. in in the Des Moines market. You know, what do you look at with that challenge, and what can be done with two two teams that are trying to make money? Well, I think the first thing is 
you know, I need to call Todd Fredrickson, which I haven't had a chance to do yet, and, uh, you know, get together and just kind of say, hey, you know, how can we how can we partner up together, you know, and how, what does that look like? And not just in the fact of the Iowa Wild and Des Moines Buccaneers, but I think, you know, how can we partner in the community to help, uh, you know, grow youth hockey and uh, make that even bigger and better than what it ever has. And we need to create hockey fans, that would, you know, whether it's Iowa Wild fans or Des Moines Buccaneer fans, you know, the, you got the Des Moines Capitals, which is the high school league here. Um, you know, there's hockey fans in this town. So as opposed to working against each other, I think it's how can we come together to promote each other, uh, to build these hockey fans and create hockey, you know, fans at a, at a young age and, uh, and re, uh, re-energize that to, to, to grow this. And um, I, I think the potential is there. I mean, I, I think that, you know, if you look at the Iowa Wild, they got, um, you know, for example, I think they struggled to, to find practice space. You know, there, mm-hmm. there's only a few sheets of ice in this town, the Metro Sports Arena, ours, and what's down at Wells Fargo on a, you know, on an occasional basis. And so, um, you know, there's definitely a partnership there. There's, I think there's some room to um, really come together and, and expand in this market. And if that all comes and happens, I think the next five to seven years, um, you know, the future looks very bright for hockey around here. Mm. You're preaching the choir. As a hockey fan on this call, let me know what I can do to help if uh, if that ever comes up. Uh, <laughs> Nate, uh, let's let's talk about World Series game number six tonight. Um, your former minor leaguer, you've made it to the show. I, I love your baseball reference. I've told you that a number of times. The you know the back of your baseball card, you made it, dude, and good for you for doing that. Um, <laughs> Thanks. This has been a phenomenal series, it really and truly. I didn't think we this would come coast, uh, close to Cubs-Indians last year. I really thought the Dodgers were going to put take it to them pretty good. I'm glad that they haven't because seven games is better for business, and I'm not ready to say goodbye to baseball just yet. Your thoughts on the first five games, what you've seen? Well, I mean, I think going into it, if you're a baseball fan at all, you know these two teams. Well, first of all, baseball got it right. I mean, I think you got the two best teams playing in the World Series, which is exactly what you want. And I said this on on uh, last week, too, that, you know, I think last year they got it right. I think they got the two best teams in baseball last year with the Cubs and the Indians. And, um, and so, you know, going into the series, you knew that they were going to be evenly matched. And, man, what's great about it is each team has such talented young players that are going to be on these teams for a long time, which is even more exciting. But um, it's kind of fun when you start breaking it down. You know, you got the starting pitching or what I thought was going to be, you know, the starting pitching of the Houston Astros, which I thought had the edge over the Dodgers, you know, and I know that they have Kershaw, but Kershaw, this hasn't been Kershaw when it comes postseason. And uh, even the other day when you thought that when the Astros were down 4 nothing to to the Dodgers, you thought, well, shoot, this is over. They're not going to score or four on Kershaw, but, you know, they, uh, for whatever reason, he gets that second time through the lineup and, and things change. But it's been exciting. I mean, the bullpen for the Dodgers is unbelievable, but the, the will and the never-say-die attitude and approach of the Houston Astros, you know, it's been it's been unbelievable. And, uh, you know, it's, it's made for a, a great series. And, um, you know, I, I, I didn't expect the Astros to be up going back to L.A., uh, like they are going into game six here. I did officially pick the Dodgers to win in, in seven games, but uh, mm. uh, we've, we've actually, I mean, it's crazy to, to think of that world series we had last year. And then the one that we've had this year, and even that game 
that game five was just unbelievable. I could barely stay awake, but I, I couldn't go to sleep. I couldn't miss anything. It was great. It was unbelievable. Hey, listen, Nate, congratulations on the new gig. We wish you guys all the success over there. It's uh, It was sorely needed. Um, and and hopefully, as you mentioned, one of your goals is to get the, the people back that you might have lost and to uh, to find and uh, and cultivate new hockey fans because as I think they're out there. It's a wonderful game. Nate Toy, look forward to talking to you in the future. Thank you. All right, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks. Good to talk to you. Nate Toit of the Des Moines Buccaneers. Um, good to hear. Have you, you've, yeah. been, you've seen the Bucks. Yeah, I it's love the Bucks. It's a fun night, isn't it? I, uh, if I had a choice, you can go to either. No, there's only one to go. It's the atmosphere at the Buccaneers. Exactly. Yeah. It's awesome. It really is. And cheap beer. You know, it, I like that. It doesn't hurt. No. And I'm not killing the folks at the Wild. They're, no, they're very no. good people. Yeah. I like a lot of them. Um, it's too bad that they... I shouldn't say that. It's a professional building, and that's where the pros want to play. But right. the Bucks, it's just an intimate environment. Yeah, it gets Fun. going. It gets going. All right, let's get you going. Okay. Uh, it's game six tonight. It's Hill versus Verlander. Boy, who well, if you're an Astros fan, mm-hmm. knowing that you want to win this thing tonight, right? Yes. yes. You couldn't ask for anybody else to be on the rubber than Justin Verlander tonight. And he doesn't get it done. And he doesn't get he it done. He doesn't get Does it done. Does he get done. chased? Or does the bullpen give it up? Ah, uh, he leaves trailing three-one. Whoa! In the seventh, so it goes a little late. Now, when's Hill come out? Is, is, is Robertson? <laughs> <laughs> so he's into his. He's deep into his bullpen, deep, of course. Yeah, well, he's that's the way he does it, right? He does. No, not tonight. If he's rolling around, he's not going to do it again. Well, after right? what he saw of his last, because his yeah. bullpen, I think, is on fumes. Too. Yes, when when. It's not just Jansen. You know, no, 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 no. It's, it's Morrow. Yep. I mean, it, these guys that have been so good. The only one that hasn't been is Tony Watson. That's right. <laughs> right? Yeah. He's been, he's been really good. All right, Jimmy B and you today have an abbreviated show. The Hawkeye yes. Huddle is here at 5. I'll go out on the limb and say Tom Cakert is going to join the Yes, as he has, Brad I believe. Ridge and Dave Creighton. All but three shows over their 13 years. Is that right? Yeah. He's always on with them. That's good. Uh, what are you and Jimmy B doing? We will have Alex Halstead. We'll talk Cyclones in mm-hmm. hour number one. And uh, we're going to take a trek to the Condon Casino today. Yeah. Yes. Going to uh, hear the slot machines in the background. i got a couple of prop bets I'm going to throw at Jimmy B this afternoon at about 440. All right. We will look forward to that. You and I are back tomorrow. Wednesday means the Cap Man will be here, courtesy of our friends at heartlandflags.com. That's going to do it for the show today. Thanks to all of our guests, uh, Brett Meyer, Chuck Hartlieb, John Miller, and Nate Toy. Trent and I are back tomorrow at noon as we are each and every Monday through Friday. From noon until 2, it's the Ken Miller Show. Thank you for listening on 17. KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom! Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide. As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. 
At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of My Pillow. My employees and I would like to thank you for making My Pillow possible. Years ago, when I invented My Pillow, I thought I was the only one out there with problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat, I'd flip-flop all night or wake up with a sore neck or headache. So that's why I invented My Pillow. You can adjust My Pillow's patented fill to your exact individual needs to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer to get the quality sleep you need. I back it with my 10-year warranty and my 60-day money-back guarantee. And now to thank you, I'm bringing back my best offer ever. Buy one of my MyPillows and get another one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to buy a MyPillow and get another absolutely free. That's MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines. Napa know-how. Right now, Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil is on sale for just $4.29 a quart. Quality motor oil at an affordable price. A deal so good it practically sells itself. Which begs the question, what do we do with the rest of this commercial? Repeat the deal, I guess. Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $4.29 a quart. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General States pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 10 Liberty Mutual presents worry-free music moments. Switching to Liberty Mutual could save you $782 on the perfect home and auto insurance for your needs, so you can feel good about the family budget and the massage you're about to treat yourself to. This is awesome. Get a quote at LibertyMutual.com. You can leave worry behind when Liberty stands with you. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Based on a recent countrywide survey of new customers, coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company. For many businesses, hiring is tough. You want access to highly qualified candidates fast. And you don't want to sign a long-term contract or pay upfront fees. That's why you need Indeed.com, delivering six times more hires than any other job site, according to independent research. Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to give their first job post premium visibility as a sponsored job. Redeem this offer at Indeed.com slash credit. That's Indeed.com slash credit. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. How will the recent massive data breach affect you? Is your personal information at risk? If you are a Discover credit card member, there's an important action you can take to help protect yourself right now. Go online and sign up for Discover's free Social Security Alerts. Once activated, we will alert you if your Social Security number is found on any one of 